0: The word maximize, make as large or great as possible or to make the best use of. Maybe you're feeling stuck, possibly needing a new direction or just need a little motivation to move the needle in your life to get you to the next level and to make the most of your relationships, business, success, and life itself. Well, that's you. Buckle up, strap in, and get ready. The wolf and the captain are about to maximize you.
1: Good evening, sports fans. We're back again with the MaximizeU.net podcast. Sports fans, I yes. am a sports fan. Yeah, I am as well. It's just an old saying. Maybe some of you young folks don't never heard that <laughs> one,
0: but you know. I I was expecting to hear an organ and take me out to the ball game just oh there. Oh
1: my goodness. Here we go.
0: Good afternoon, sports fans.
1: Hey great. Well we're here with another episode of MaximizeU.net. Yes. And for this episode, we wanted to chat a little bit. My topic of choice this evening was mindset. He, he beat me in an arm wrestling, wrestling contest. That's it, boy. And it was myself. tough, too, let me tell you, man. He is. I'm telling you. <laughs> so in the idea and thinking about mindset, I've kind of developed over the years the idea that it's our mindset in life is much, much, much more important than we probably thought when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I ever really even heard anybody tell me Mind, thinking, you know, about your mindset, or actually philosophy. What's your philosophy in life? Back in the day, I think it was spoken more from a standpoint: what do you believe? You know, sure. What do you believe in, or what are some of your beliefs? That kind of stuff. And I think the same still applies. But I think mindset goes to a different level in that it really kind of talks about really how do I use my mind on a regular basis to help me manage my life. Yeah. Would you agree or disagree, Scott?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so much that's, that can uh, distract you.
1: Absolutely. Squirrel moments. No doubt. But for
0: some of us, it's easier than others. I mean, you know.
1: Call social media.
0: Social media is a big-time <laughs> distraction. I mean, my phone's blowing up right in front of me as it is. got to flip that thing over. There you go. Flip it like a cheese omelet. Uh, but there, there are so many things that can not only distract us, but I'm going to tell you, Wolf, There's so many things that can also not only distract you but pull you down.
1: No doubt. You're right about that. Such a drain. You know, and I, I amen, brother.
0: <laughs> preach. <laughs> I'm going to pass the plate here in and a minute. Yeah,
1: I say that because it seems as if, you know, I have had some challenges lately, and I call them little frustrations. Just little things. Are they a big, dramatic moment? No. But just little things that kind of irritate me. And many times I kind of dwell on them, and it pulls me in that negative mindset. I don't sure. like that at all. So it's it's definitely a challenge. That's where uh, many times, you know, we'll call each other and kind of vent for a moment and then kind of push ourselves back to the positive side. Right. But I know there's, you're right about that. There's so many things, you know, we, people talk about people, um, how many people go to work enjoying what they do. Sure. You know, I think the studies are, you know, maybe 30% of people really enjoy the work they do. Sure. You know, and they're fulfilled at work. So how do you kind of wrap all that up? But I do believe it's, it's, what is our philosophy about life and then What is our mindset when we walk into these, you know, go to my job, even if it's in a cubicle at a desk in front of a computer, what's my mindset today? Am I there to help people? Am I there to bring some value to the company for which I work for? We really have to keep those things in mind and try to, like you say, keep the distractions out. You know, ignore the idea that that person next to me keeps interrupting me all day and asking me all these crazy questions or a supervisor always walks up and Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Kind of a micromanagement kind of a deal. Right. Sometimes you just got to push through and push past that. And, you know, in some cases, I think maybe set some boundaries with people. Again, we've talked about in other podcasts and probably will, again, communication. Mm -hmm. Can you communicate your thoughts and ideas? You know, look, I'm kind of challenging this area. Here's where I need your help. You know, can you not bug me for at least half of the day? Right. because I'm trying to get focused and get into the, the flow of what I'm doing and, and be more productive because I really want to have a good experience for our clients, our customers, or for the people around me and do a good job in what I'm doing.
0: So what would you say maybe are when, when you have these little, these little headaches we talked the other day about is something, is something really a big deal, is it an annoying mosquito, or is it really nothing at all? But when you look at, when you look at the, the annoying mosquitoes or things that are actually real or perceived to be real and they're slowing you down, what can you do, what do you personally do for your mindset? How do you get yourself right again?
1: I guess my first question to myself, Scott, is kind of, kind of coming back to the mindset and I know I've heard this before, I'm not sure. I think it was Jack Canfield that I heard it from first. E plus R equals O.
0: E plus R equals O.
1: Right. So what is the event that occurred? Okay. Plus my response to that event will equal the outcome. Oh, interesting. Okay. So looking at this equation, let's make this algebraic for a moment. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Careful. Don't go back too far and hurt your head now. I know.
0: know. I'm, I'm feeling a headache coming on. No, no, no.
1: In, for the most part, can I control the event? Okay. Some cases, maybe you can, maybe you made a decision or said something or did something wrong that, you know, I was, you know, I use a pretty vivid example. I was drinking and driving. I could have controlled that event better. And the result, you know, my response was I crashed the car, ran into somebody and, you know, there was a bad outcome. But let's look at it from a, let's say a career standpoint, what event occurred and was that event in my control? Many times, maybe it was something someone said to me. Maybe it was rude and obnoxious. A customer service situation here. I have the choice to respond in a positive or a negative way. And when I do, that will equal what the outcome is. Okay. I'll think about my restaurant business and, and the industry I was in. People come in there mad because their burger wasn't fixed. This is the third time you screwed up this burger. How hard is it to take onions off of my Whopper? Yeah,
0: right? that, was, that was me mm-hmm. today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry to hear that. Not point. a Whopper though. <laughs> so my point is... How do I handle and respond to that? Sure. You know, I can say, well, well, you know what? You didn't tell us you wanted no onions on that because I'm looking at the ticket right here. Well, yes, I did. Okay, now we're going to create some controversy and some some conflict, right? Yes. The other option is I could say, well, sir, I am just so sorry. I tell you what, do you have a couple minutes? I'll get that burger remade for you real fast. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, great. We'll go and get that burger remade. Hey, man, I'm really sorry about that. Come back and see us. I hope we took care of it for you. And I do apologize for the mistake. Have a great night. Two different outcomes, right? Sure. And hopefully, more likely than not, he's going to come back again because I made it right.
0: Absolutely. So again,
1: in that case, the event, it wasn't in my control. I didn't make the burger. One of my employees did. Right. So you have to evaluate each situation for that process. Because the one and only thing I truly can control in that equation without question is my response to the event. Ah, yep. You see, even if I maybe I did create it, okay, now how do I respond to move forward yep. positively or negatively? And yep. I have control over that. Sure. And I
0: and <laughs> I think of uh, number, and I was writing this down as you were talking, ownership of mindset.
1: Oh, very good. I like that.
0: <laughs> because how many times have we either heard somebody say or found ourselves saying they made me do it. <laughs> the devil made me do it. The
1: devil made me right? do it. That devil. The
0: devil the made brain. me do it. Well, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that that person maybe did not make you do anything. You, you, mm-hmm. but maybe what you did was you reacted on a, and I think it's referred to as your your lizard brain. I, I think you're very, yes, you know your yes. you know, uh, mm-hmm. fight or flight, your instincts.
1: I think that's in the amygdala. or or,
0: or <laughs> it's back there somewhere. It's probably. Okay.
1: On top of the brainstem right Lizard brain brain or
0: reptilian brain, brain, whatever they want to call it. Sure. Uh, So there's reaction, but then there's also response. And I really think there's a fine line between the two where reaction is knee-jerk and on that more primitive level versus a response, which is more cognitive, something you've thought through, even if it's just real brief. Mm -hmm. And and even maybe you've been through it before and so you know how to respond to it more appropriately if it happens again – but the point is that you thought it through versus a reaction, and I think a lot of times they made me do it is more reactionary, uh, and, oh, it, and sometimes it's a scapegoat. Let's just face it. Also, you know, mm-hmm. we don't have to look in the mirror and own up to our own you know, shortcomings and things. But I really think ownership of mindset is critically important, and that's, that's good.
1: I think I think I like that. I really do. And in what you just said too, it makes me think of you know, there's that small. Window of time between the event and your response. Yeah. I've come to call that now over time the power of the pause.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Is, you know,
1: how do I handle that moment? Do I take the time to pause for just a minute and think, hmm, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> for however long. Yeah, 30, 40, 50, and then respond? right or do i just like you said knee-jerk reaction sure boom just kind of rip their heads off if i think that's
0: what's necessary <laughs> and and i know for myself for a long and, and even times now i mean I don't, I don't think you can totally beat it out of you um you know we're not vulcans or you know spocks or anything where it's just all logic but i think for myself as i've gotten older and i guess it's maturity. I've learned just what you said, the value of the pause, and I think you, you really uh, – you elaborated on something I was also thinking about where if there was some kind of an adversity, a lot of times I would have that knee-jerk reaction versus a response, a thought-out response, mm-hmm. and I've learned the value of taking a breath, taking mm-hmm. a step back, and thinking through what's about to come out of my mouth – Mm-hmm. Or if it's an email, for instance, I'm real bad sometimes about firing off uh, fiery <laughs> responses, mm-hmm. flaming people. As it's mm-hmm. I don't, Do they even say that anymore about those emails? Anyway, so I think there's great value and great wisdom in the pause and the response versus, again, mm-hmm. just reacting. But overall, I really do believe it's about owning your own mindset and deciding that Hey, and, and you <laughs> talked about this too. What is what is it going to be like for me to go into work today? What is my intention today for work? Mm-hmm. I know for myself in, in in my work in sales, I know before I go into a sales call, I'm thinking to myself, uh, I'm going to go make a new friend today
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep. and I'm going to go help somebody today. And again, I talked about this in, in a previous episode in our three questions with me is I just want to leave somebody better than how I found them in some way, shape, or form? What can I offer them that's going to give them value? That's mindset. I think another version or another example of mindset, and I think of uh, high-performing athletes. Mm-hmm. These folks are envisioning, and here you know, down the road, a couple hours we have the New Orleans Saints. and We have Drew Brees, future Hall of Famer, arguably. Drew Brees, I have to believe that before he snapped, that the ball is snapped, he's already seen that play happen in his mind. He knows, oh. he knows all the possibilities, all the options, and he, he's envisioned it. Now, it may work out great. It may not. But he's envisioned the success. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think with us and whether that success comes with our jobs, whether that success comes in our relationships, whether that success comes in our philanthropy or the things that we're doing extracurricular, whatever success looks like and in whatever arena it's going to be in, I think owning your mindset, owning the and envisioning wh- what that's going to look like and how that's going to turn out, I think it's so critical to outcomes. Fantastic, so I
1: agree with that wholeheartedly. I really do. I think that's a very good point you make there, too. You know, and it's it's. I wonder and really think, you know, as we start to wrap this up, I want to leave some folks with a takeaway here. from the standpoint of I would tell folks out there to really. Kind of examine and think about what we're talking about here to see what is your mindset.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Now, to me, if I want to, and I'm going to ask you two here in a second, Scott, if I had to put a definition on mindset, I would call it, you know, what are my beliefs that lead to the actions, you know, in my life in general? Okay, so for my mindset, you know, I have a mindset and a belief that communication is really critical in my life. Learning to be a better communicator, to sell my ideas, to have better conversations with my spouse, to have better conversations with my kids and into that, you know, everyone in my community. And I think effective, productive conversations. We can be in conflict, you know, we can disagree wholeheartedly on a topic, but we can still have a good, healthy conversation about it. Right. So that's one of my mindsets is, let's talk about it. Many people I've met and talked to, you're like, man, this person just frustrates me. You know, this person did this and said this. Okay, well, where are you getting that information? Yeah. Number one. Number two, okay, is that person or where you heard that from, is that credible? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, would it be a good idea to possibly go talk to this person and not confront them, but, hey, I heard you said such and such about me. Mm-hmm. I kind of find it hard to believe I wanted to get your take on it. Sure. You know, you're not putting them on the spot, but you're being honest and upfront to find out, and you're giving them the opportunity to, to be honest about it. You know, maybe they did feel that way, and they did say that, but now you have the opportunity to have a conversation about it. Again, E plus R equals O. The event was, somebody said something about me. Well, my response was, well, let's go and talk about it. If that's the case, and I'm open-minded enough to think that maybe I should make a change in my life, Yeah. if whatever they said was, you know, to that degree is true. And then I get the option to either, okay, I hear you but I don't believe it, and I can just take it and walk away without anything. Or I can say, mm, maybe there's some truth there and kind of evaluate my life and maybe talk to other people and get some input and stuff. So That's what, just one example.
0: So what you're saying is pouring sugar in their gas tank is a bad idea.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, thanks That's for clarifying. That's a bad response we'll not do to that, that type of event. More. Yeah. Well, for my don't s- go Facebook
1: bash <laughs> them either. That's not a good one either.
0: <laughs> so for myself, on Mindset... For me, I think of what is my locus of focus? Oh, did like you it? write that down? I, I did, actually. That's, I like that. Kinda, I know, like that. Your locus of focus. In other words, what is the place or position of my focus? Where am okay. I going? Mm-hmm. Because I think I think that with my mindset, and again, I think of it from a sales standpoint, but I think you can also look at outcomes of any situation, and not to be robotic about it, but when you're going into a situation, whether it's in, in business domo arigato mr Roboto. okay when you're going into a business situation a meeting with your boss maybe conversation with your spouse or your kid what is the outcome that you'd like to see in that situation mm-hmm. right visualize the v- whole situation vis- visualize right? it right I so like it's that. it's this it's this concept of where is my focus placed and of course they the, the, i heard an act acronym for focus being follow one course until successful Heard that the other day. I thought that oh, was I thought that was new. I thought I that like was pretty that. good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I, I think for myself, the idea of mindset is just to be as focused as possible on where you want something to go and what the what the outcomes. I'm an outcomes guy. What's the outcome that I want to see in this scenario? And then let that drive and direct my actions.
1: That's awesome, Scott. I like that. This was a good conversation tonight. I really like that. One last thing I'll say is keep in mind when it comes to our mindsets, I believe it can be a, a distinct difference of mindset in different areas of our life. You yes. Know, I may have a great mindset in maybe my career and my family, but maybe the mindset of my physical or mental health isn't so great. You know, maybe I believe different things in that area that maybe I need to evaluate and take a look at. So always look at all areas of your life because I think that, you know, as the old saying goes, we have to take care of me before I can take care of thee, right? That, that's right. You know, so got kind of a little bit, it's not self-sufficient. Centered or selfish, but it's taking care of self, so I'm able to help take care of others. That's right. Awesome. Awesome, Scott. Sweet. Well, that's another episode of Maximize You. Yeah, we so appreciate good. you listening. Like I say, leave us some comments. You can reach us at uh, maximizeyou.net. Dot Yeah. That's not Y O U. That's Maximize You. Just the letter, U. letter U, dot net. Um, Give us some comments, some feedback. Share our podcast with others if you think it's some good information, which we hope you do. And reach on out to us. We look forward to hearing from you, talking to you one day soon.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day. Cheers.